Mm, is it even recording? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. From Bloom, this is Scabs, and you're listening to Love Rice, our podcast where we explore and we ask questions and we discover things about love and life and happiness. Have you ever had one of those moments in life where you realize things really aren't going as planned? I mean, we can all relate to this, right? And maybe some of you can relate to how self-described type A and borderline control freak Lauren walks through her own chaos. Um, I'm pretty organized. Like having a toddler has uh. helped me because it just has eased me up a bit. But mm-hmm. <laughs> a toddler will do that for you, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, let me set this story up a little bit for you. So Lauren's in her late 20s and she's been married for a few years. She's just had a new baby. And this is when she discovers that her husband has been having an affair. She's a writer. So she started detailing all of her adventures and her mishaps and her experiences and all the things that she learned on her blog, Her Soul Repair, an online community for women who are healing from the brokenness in marriage. Although she's facing this ugly truth, Lauren knew exactly what she wanted. I never will be divorced, you know. I just, <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, it's just not an option. I like, know, I'm I know. always, but I know it's funny. Of course, no one goes into marriage being like, I hope I get divorced. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's, but I did have a very strong, strong, like, I will do anything to save my marriage, to keep my marriage together. Turns out it's not that simple. I wanted to have my daughter removed from that whole situation, you know, and I... How old was she at the time? At the time, she was had just turned one. Okay, so brand new. Brand new, yeah, and so I... I mean, pause, how does that feel, right? You bring a brand new baby. I know. A brand new baby. Disgusting, I mean, yeah. I, Mm. of course, at the time, I was like, with the other woman, it was like, who would engage with a married man who just had a baby? Like, what in the world? Mm. Who would do that? I know mm. it, it takes two, I know, but it just <laughs> blew my mind. It blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really wanted to remove her. I was like, he, if he's going to leave our family and he's going to leave me, he doesn't deserve to see his daughter. It just, that was my emotional response. Mm-hmm. Um, when I sought some counsel, they were like, you know, he needs to be with his daughter. That relationship needs to flourish on its own. And in order for them to bond, he needs to spend time with her, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. So we set up a schedule where he would spend time with her. He'd come see her at our home, maybe three times a week for a few hours. And then after he was kind of in this place of having his cake, eating it too, second helpings of cake, you know, right. like had the girlfriend, had the wife, had the house, had the baby, you know, had he all. had he had both worlds and he was fi- he was living the dream. I mm-hmm. mean, he was conflicted. He really thought this new relationship was incredible and amazing, but he didn't want to leave his family and leave our life together. Mm. So I don't know. He really was loving his double life, it seemed. 
Seems like a no-brainer situation, right? I mean, husband stuck between two women, his wife and his girlfriend, and Lauren's watching him ping-pong back and forth. But it's so much more complicated than a no-brainer situation. I mean, Lauren has a child, and their decisions play deeply on this child's life. Lauren wants her family, but she also wants her dignity. And so she sets a boundary. I want you to take the next month and you won't see us. You'll just spend time, you know, whatever you're doing. And you need to decide which life you want. I said, you know, if you want a life with us, then I want that to be a decision you make wholeheartedly. And you, you know that that's what you want 100%. And if you want a life with your girlfriend and you want to go about your future in that way, then go ahead. I said, but I need you to spend this time away from us to decide which life you want because you can't have both of them. Mm. I read a book and it was called Love Must Be Tough uh, by James Dobson. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that decision came from my reading of this book in that sometimes love must be tough. Like you can't mm. just always be that open arms wife, like come back whenever you want. Like, right. because then you're losing res he He's going to lose respect for you because right. you're allowing him to cheat on you. And like, it's all fine. And he still gets to come see you and his daughter, but he's still cheating. And it's like, wait a second, that's not what I want. So much of it was the marriage I want modeled for my daughter. And I, yeah. I remember thinking like, I want her to see a marriage where daddy's only girlfriend is mommy. And guess what? After Lauren has this conversation where she says, I'm not gonna accept the bare minimum in our marriage anymore, he decides to come back. He comes back into the marriage and she thinks it's a miracle. My faith is definitely what kept me at peace. And during just the plan not going the way I anticipated, because I really thought that God was going to restore our marriage. And when he came home, I was like, this is a miracle. Like God brought him back to our family. At this point, Lauren and her husband really try to dig into seeing if they can make this relationship work and repair the damage that had been done. They start reading books and attending programs and visiting therapists, trying to get the help that they need. One counselor told me that I needed to make sure I was, you know, fighting for my marriage and being a patient wife, because that was the place I was in at the time and that's really what I wanted, but also just maintaining the self-respect to not put myself through unnecessary trauma that this affair was causing. Of course, therapy isn't always about what you want to hear. My ex-husband would tell the therapist, you know, I don't have the same level of attraction to Lauren that I do to um, the girl he had the affair with. And I don't have the same chemistry and I don't have that same emotional intimacy. He was just going on and on. Ouch. 
<laughs> so you're sitting there listening to that. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh. How did you but, take it? Like, let's just let's just uh, explore that for a second. I had heard him make those silly comments, I'll call them, before. Um, <laughs> we had actually met with a professional. So it wasn't the first time I had heard them. But I also knew he was in such, like, an emotionally elated, like, place that I couldn't take everything he said all that seriously or to heart. Having your husband be emotionally elated while you're dealing with the fallout of his affair seems incredibly unfair. To help Laura navigate this situation, she connected with two women. Both had been through affairs. One was divorced and the other one had stayed married. One of them had told me, they're like, you're going to have to watch your husband go through a breakup. And I remember that phrase. I will always remember it. And it's like, it was true. It's like they they leave this relationship to come back to the marriage, but there's still those emotional ties, and you have to watch them. Ugh. I know. <laughs> so uh, how, how does a woman or a man or anyone who's been in this situation, how do... Gosh, how do you... Um, I know. How do you do that? How do you watch? How do you watch that? I think for me, I just kept my focus on the greater good of our family. Like if this would mean that my daughter would have married parents and that we would get our marriage back to where it was and this was just some crazy time in our lives that we'll look back on and be like, wow, I can't believe that happened to us. Hmm. So I, that is how I did it. I just kept my mind always focused on the future and the hope and the greater good. I really like the idea of a mental barrier to keep you safe, but I, but I just wonder if you're in this kind of situation, you're hearing these kinds of things and watching this breakup, I mean, doesn't it do a number on your own self-worth? So yeah. if I could go back and pick apart every scenario of our marriage and think, mm -hmm. oh, what I could have done better and how I could have been sexier or this and that and the other, I mean, there were those gut-wrenching times where you're like, oh, this, these details and watching him so upset is like just such a blow to, you know, mm -hmm. my ego, mm -hmm. my worth, mm -hmm. uh, my role as your wife. I'm still your wife, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I think a lot of it was just giving him space and making it his own issue. Like, it, it didn't need to, the details didn't necessarily need to involve me because I wasn't sure if they would be helping or hurting my current state emotionally. Ultimately, that is in the past and it doesn't excuse a man's affair or a man's decision to cheat on his wife. I mean, it's when you're in a marriage, you're committed, you've said your lifelong vows and it's not conditional upon if you, you know, cook that dinner perfectly or made that joke or, you know, or whatever. have no cellulite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Lauren's working really hard. I mean, she's putting a lot of effort into her marriage. And, and I wanted to know, what did she think about her husband's effort at the time? 
He would send me pictures of where he was. He would remind me, like, I chose you the first time. I'm choosing you again. I've always wanted you. Like, just very sweet and reassuring things he would he would say to communicate that this was what he wanted and this he was here and this was what he chose. And then he would go through spurts where he just was unsure. He's like, this is harder than I thought. How long is this going to take for it to feel normal, for me to not be sad? And it was a day-by-day thing where you couldn't say, okay, it's going to be better next week because there will might be those emotional triggers next week and you just deal with them then. Here's the roller coaster, the up and the down and the back and the forth. And during this time, Lauren found a lot of inspiration from a song, a song by Pink called Try. Of just really wanting for my husband to just give it more of a fight and put 100% effort in, which I didn't feel like I always saw. And that song was always just like, you know, just, Try, please. Do it, do it. (laughs) Well, he had come home one morning. He didn't, he had gone out drinking the night before. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is a partier, but no more than anyone else. Nothing like crazy. And he had gone out. But he always would check in, come home. I mean, that was just a normal um, a normal evening. Mm-hmm. And then he did not come home that night. So I woke up, had no idea where he was. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I called his parents because they're local. And his mom had said that he had come by to talk with them um, and try to kind of – have that initial um, conversation. They had not been in communication during this time. So he had come by to kind of try and resolve things with his family, um, which is interesting mm. in the time frame. Yeah. So as he leaves one relationship, he's trying to rebuild another? Yes, exactly. I see. I see. Um, what do you think? And, what do you make of that? Well, I, I think at the time he was um, – He was just trying to get some of his family back as he was about to lose some, you know. Mm. Um, But then his parents had told me that he left at a certain time and that he, you know, had said he was going home. So the morning. Yeah, I was totally worried. Oh, my gosh. I thought, like, did he get in a car accident? I was about to call the police. His phone was dead. Um, So he came home probably mid-morning, and I said, where were you? And I said, did you go see, you know, the other woman? And he just said, yeah. He said, I don't remember getting there, but I oh wow, I ended up there this morning. And he was apologetic, and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I left as soon as I woke up. I don't know how I got there. I don't know. Whoa. Anything. I know. Pretty so scary. So disconnected. Very disconnected. Um, 
But wow. he was very apologetic because he it it wasn't like this was mid affair. This was him uh, working on our marriage. Yeah. So he felt really awful, you know, and he was expressing remorse. And so I just looked at him and I remember saying, "Okay, is is this what you want? Like, do you want a divorce? Because your all actions, all signs are pointing to yes." And he just looked at me and said, yes, I, I want a divorce. So in that moment, I mean, describe that moment for me. How did I it think feel? Most of it was shock because I just like, I didn't understand why he wasn't wanting to fight for our marriage and our family. And I think like that is something I come back to still. Mm-hmm. Um, what I is just, it about it that makes you come back to it? I just, I don't understand people that give up easily on things. And I was looking at it as that. Like, I didn't feel like he put all of the effort in that he could have. And I just was kind of bummed that he called it quit so soon, you know? I just, my reaction was a combination of shock and just disappointment that he wasn't going to fight for it. I love that you use the word bummed. Because, <laughs> I mean, is yeah, that, like, <laughs> it's just like, I couldn't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because, hmm. you know, I mean, I can hear in your story, just you had a very deep, uh, like you knew what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We often want to ask the question, why? And everyone kind of comes up with their own conclusion or explanation. More than a year out of divorce, here's Lauren's take on all this. It's almost like, yes, thank you, God, that I went through that divorce, because who knows the issues that would have come up in my marriage had I stayed married to someone that really had that uncertainty in him, you know? It... I don't know if it would have been a nice life. No, I, I, I you know what I mean? Like, I feel like God really protected me and spared me from a life with someone who just had a rebellious soul, I guess. I don't know how else to put it. Kind of like you dodged a bullet. Yeah, I know. So, so a question then, what's on your playlist now? Um, I do like that, uh, take back my life song. This is my fight song. Uh-huh, this is you my know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Song. Yes, I know that one. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, my life looks totally different than what I anticipated. But you know what? It's still my life and I'm taking it back and I'm moving forward. Heartbreaking, but take back our life, right? Yeah. Got it, girlfriend. <laughs> Through all this craziness and all the things that Lauren didn't see coming, she found a way to change her path, to set boundaries, and to use her voice. She's created an online community for women to heal from the brokenness in marriage, and it's on her blog called HerSoulRepair.com. This truly is a story of rising above the ashes. Visit our blog, BloomForWomen.com, for links to Lauren's community and other resources, including her playlist songs. 
Thanks to Bloom for supporting Love Rise. Bloom is a place where women can find their path through crisis and trauma. Visit our online library with expert information. And if you can relate to Lauren's story, I'd suggest looking into this, the online class Emotional Wabi Sabi by Stacy Christensen. She talks a lot about boundaries, you know, internal boundaries and external boundaries, and how we can get those to match up with what we want in life. Also, Dr. Skinner has been recording and reviewing a new class for us and getting us a new content about divorce. So those of us who have been through a divorce or those of us who are facing a divorce, this is going to be a great class that we should see soon. Again, thank you all for the reviews that you put on iTunes. We love to read them. And to subscriber OsTheBoss25, you are not alone. <laughs> and we appreciate you. To see what we're talking about, go ahead and check out the reviews on iTunes. <sighs> Good night.